Good morning. Today is Thursday, August 26, 2021. In the midst of a long and terrifying passage in this week's Torah portion, Kisavo, there is one verse that is so hard to understand, it is almost unbelievable. I don't mean figuratively unbelievable. I mean literally unbelievable. The Torah describes in a very difficult to read passage, the Torah describes the harsh persecutions which will happen to us through our long exile, which have actually happened to us within the last hundred years. And then the Torah says, in explaining why all of these horrible things will happen to us. The Torah says, Tachas asher lo besimcha levav. Because you want to know why all these horrible things are happening? Because you did not serve me, God says, with joy and gladness of the heart. What does that mean? How is it possible to understand that lacking joy in our service of God is so serious that it is the cause of everything terrible that has happened to us as a people? Okay, we spoke about this last night. It's important to be joyous. It's important to do mitzvahs and, and be happy. Fine. But to say that if it was without joy and without happiness, that that brings punishment, even if we did the mitzvah, and not only punishment, terrible punishment, like the Jewish people has experienced over the last hundred years? Unbelievable. So I want to share with you an approach that is based on the writing of Dr. Aviva Zornberg. Dr. Zornberg teaches that the life of Avraham Avinu, our forefather Avraham, has a central theme. And that theme is serving God with simcha, joy, connected to chesed, kindness. Now, <coughs> excuse me, others serve God in other ways. For example, we have models of individuals who serve God through prayer. Models of individuals who serve God through sacrifice. But Dr. Zornberg traces the many celebratory meals that Avraham celebrated as his special innovation of how to serve God. Avraham initiated, he discovered it, he initiated it, and he became the expert at being able to have su'udos, celebratory meals, which were themselves the highest service of God. It was his unique service to God. For example, our sages tell us that Avraham is the one who instituted a celebratory meal, a su'udas mitzvah, to be part of the celebration of bris milah, ritual circumcision. Who would have thought? <laughs> The mitzvah bris milah. Who on their own would have thought that a delicious celebratory meal should be part of that ceremony? Avraham thought it. 
And he realized that because of the difficulty of the mitzvah, the pain that's caused to the baby, and the emotional pain that's certainly caused to the parents, maybe others, it is necessary to include simcha, joy, as part of this mitzvah. And the simcha has to be shared with others in the form of a celebratory su'uda, a festive meal. That's one example. In another example, just before the narrative of Akedas Yitzchak, the binding of Isaac, the Torah tells us a cryptic passage, a cryptic verse. It's not so clear what the verse is referring to. Vayita Eshel Sheva, and Avram planted an Eshel in Beersheva, Vayikra Sham Beshem Hashem Kel Olam, and there he called in the name of God, merciful Lord of the, of the universe. He planted an Eshel. What is an Eshel? Rashi says, Eshel means an orchard. He planted an orchard so that he could use the fruits to provide joyous meals to travelers who were passing by. There's another opinion among our rabbis. The word Eshel does not refer to an orchard. It refers to a hotel. He built a hotel to provide meals and comfort for those who pass by. And our rabbis go on to explain what he would do is he would provide this hospitality to those who came. And then at the end of their enjoying their meal, they would say to their host, Avram, thank you. And Avram would say to them, don't just thank me. You have to thank the master of the universe, who is the one who is the source of all this good. And so Avram, by sharing this celebration and feast and delicious meal, would lead his guests to come to recognize and show gratitude to God. And so Avram is the one who discovers, again, for the first time in human history, that simcha, joy, combined with chesed kindness, in other words, sharing joyous meals with others is a legitimate and successful way of serving God. But the origin of this entire approach and the most exact dramatic example of this approach is the one meal that is described in more detail than any other meal in the Torah. And God appeared to Avraham in a place called the Plains of Mamre. Avraham was sitting at the entry of his tent in the heat of the day. And Avram lifted up his eyes and he saw there were three strangers passing by on the road in front of him. And Avraham ran to greet them. Vayomer Adoni. And he said, My master, sir, 
if you please. Al nasavar me'alavdecha. Please do not pass by without stopping with me and my family to be refreshed and entertained in our home. Rashi understands from this series of verses that hospitality to strangers is even more important to speaking with God. God appears to Avram. And in the middle of God speaking to Avraham, what does it feel like? What is the experience when God speaks to you directly like God spoke to Avraham? Well, I have no idea because it's never happened to me or anyone I know. I can only imagine it's an absolutely overwhelming experience. And then Avram interrupts. He leaves. He goes somewhere else. He leaves. And he goes over to these three strangers. Please come into my house. How can you, I mean, we don't like it when we're talking to someone, you know, you're standing at a party and you're talking to someone and all of a sudden they just go walk away and talk to somebody more interesting. That's not, uh, you know, it's not nice. And, it, and when it's God, I mean, you're not going to find someone more interesting than God to speak to. And you just leave in the middle and go to address three strangers. Rashi says, this teaches that hospitality to strangers is even more important than, than speaking to God. Avraham interrupts his conversation with God in order to greet his unknown guests, the strangers. Okay, that's a pretty amazing, it's hard to really take that literally seriously, but okay, it's an amazing lesson how important it is to serve guests. Fine. But Dr. Zornberg explains it in a slightly different manner. But the slight difference makes all the difference in the world. And it's based on the Rambam, Maimonides. The first Pasuk tells us that God appeared to Avraham. Then it tells us the content of Avraham's encounter with God. Is his hospitality to the strangers. In other words, Avraham running to the three strangers is not an interruption from being in God's presence. It is the highest form of being in God's presence. Zornberg writes, the theophany, meaning God's appearance, is the appearance of the traveler strangers. It's not more important than serving God. It is serving God. And that is why God appears to Avram just at the moment he sends these three angel travelers because we know they are not human beings. They are angels sent by Hashem. And therefore they're angels that are sent by God in order to facilitate Avraham coming to this realization that serving them is continuing his conversation with God. There are so many applications of this in our everyday religious lives. A Shabbos meal can and should be delicious and enjoyable and celebratory. And there is no better way in the world to bring people closer to each other, 
to bring family members closer to each other, to bring friends or newcomers closer to each other, to bring someone who is far from Judaism closer. No better way. So much better than coming to fast on Yom Kippur or to have to listen all day to the prayers on Rosh Hashanah and the rabbi talk so long. Bring them to a Shabbos meal. You'll draw people closer to God through joy, through through celebration. It works so much better. It's obvious to us by now. But it was Avraham's idea. It was his innovation. When we have a simcha, a wedding, a bar mitzvah, don't allow it to be just a party. Don't allow it just to be uh, singing and dancing and, and good food. Use that as a way to move yourself forward spiritually, to come closer to God through the celebration. That's clearly what is meant to be the intention of a couple standing under a chuppah for their wedding. That they are being surrounded by God in God's presence through the joy and the celebration. Today we accept this as obvious. This is the approach of Ivdu es Hashem b'simcha, serve God with joy. This is the approach of those groups of Hasidim and other groups of Jews who characterize their religious life with joy and celebration. But it was not at all obvious before Avraham. He taught it to us. It is Avraham. We follow. When we use celebration shared with others to come closer to God. And if we fail to do so, we are missing one of the most important ways to come closer to God. If we fail to learn from Avraham, we will lose the opportunity to perform these mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, where we're supposed to be and from which we have been sent to suffer in exile. That's the threat that this verse is telling us. Because you did not make use of this most important, most helpful way to seek out God and to come close to God through joy. You're going to lose the opportunity. Even in these days, these days of Elul, preparing for Rosh Hashanah, which are serious days. But even the seriousness of these days and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur must also be besimcha, with joy. Rabbi Melech Biederman shares a bit of a word puzzle. You know, often we talk about words and we look at the acrostic. What do the letters stand for? The month of Elul, we've spoken before. The acrostic is Ani Dodi Vidodi Li. I am to my beloved, my beloved to me is to me. We've discussed the significance of that acrostic. This is a little bit on the humorous side, and you need uh, you need a little bit of Yiddish to be able to appreciate it. Rabbi Biederman says. The month of Elul is spelled Aleph, Lamed, Vav, Lamed. You could scramble the letters. 
Lamed, Aleph, Vav, Lamed. That's the word, the letters of the month of Elul, but scrambled a little bit. What does that stand for? Lamed, Aleph, Vav, Lamed. What is the, the significance, the duty of the month of Elul, this month of preparation, the days we find ourselves? Lamed, Aleph, Vav, Lamed. Lamed, Lebedic. Un, Weiter, Lebedic. Lamed, Aleph, Vav, Lamed. Lebedic, Un, Weiter, Lebedic. That's how we have to approach these days. That's what Avram teaches us. And that's how we avoid this terrible sentence in this week's Parsha and make sure to use joy and celebration to come closer to God. My friends, I want to wish you all a wonderful and happy day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.